Zen cabinet where we get experimental about exploring your potential so you can discover your own values, the manner in which you're here to serve, and align yourself with the only certifiable rescue team you can rely on yourself. Episode 87 Love's Wisdom. What's up, Moonbeams? Happy Tuesday, and welcome to episode 87, Love's Wisdom. In this episode, I want us to talk about love more, and it can be every context of love that you can think of, whether it's romantic, whether it's, you know, platonic, whether it's for your children, whatever it may be. We're going to discuss some love and a little wisdom today. If you are new to this podcast or this episode, what's up? Salutations and thank you, thank you for being here. I do hope that you do enjoy the show. Thank you. And if you are coming back for another episode, what's up, cuz? Thank you for returning. Thank you for your continued loyalty. I hope that you have been enjoying April. And I hope that you're feeling better about yourself. I hope you're feeling good about your decisions. I hope you are enjoying that new home you just moved in. I hope you're enjoying that new car. And I hope you are enjoying that new job or that new money that you're making. Peace and blessings. In the first segment of this episode, we will be talking about You can't assume someone knows you appreciate them. In the second segment, we will be talking about choosing happiness over being right. And in the third segment, we will talk about how another person cannot make you happy. My intention for this episode is to bring some sweet inspiration, some inspiration in knowing that The relationship you have with you is the most important one. Understand that it's no one's job to make you happy. And maybe with picking up one or two nuggets from this episode, maybe you can change the way you see life or experience life and make things easier for you. Free up some tension and resistance and make you a much better you. Let's jump in in three, two, one. Paulo Coelho said, when you say yes to others, make sure you are not saying no to yourself. One of the things that I've learned in my 32 years of being alive is that we spend so much time talking about love and we spend so much time talking about being kind and generous to others that one thing we rarely ever talk about is the ability to stop loving, to stop providing love. Sometimes we come into treacherous waters. Sometimes we come into dark places with people we can't trust or people who don't deserve what's coming out of our cup, people who don't deserve what we're giving. And we don't know how to just stop the love button and stop the generosity and stop the giving and just stop in our tracks. 
One of the things I've had to learn is that it's important, it's very powerful to know when to love and how to love, but it's also just as important to know when to stop, to know when to back up and to cut off the faucet. I've learned that when it comes to loving other people and being in a relationship with other people, you can never really be sure or assume that someone knows you appreciate them. You know, you can look at your body of work and look at all the things you've done for them, look at all the times you've supported them, showed up there to wipe their tears when they needed you, and just all the different contributions. And you think from an ego place, the egoic place, that because you've done all that, they recognize your value. You'll think that they recognize your care. You'll think they recognize that you appreciate them. But my thing that I've learned with love is that when you don't take the time to get to know people for what they want and what they need, then you can definitely go about loving them the wrong way. And they can show up with an attitude of it's the least you can do. You can be giving your all to someone, showing them that they matter and showing them that you love them and you don't and you care. But they don't receive it in the same intensity that you give it because they don't receive love that way. That's not a part of their love language. They don't recognize it in the way you're showing up. So they have a very eager and active metabolism when it comes to digesting love and digesting generosity and giving. You have to understand that we all navigate this life, this experience with varied experiences, beliefs, background, and communication skills. You know, everyone is doing the best that they can, but when it comes to loving other people and being in a relationship with other people, you have to understand that this person is approaching life, approaching this situation, approaching you from a place of... I'm doing the best that I can. Everyone don't have the communication skills you do. Everyone doesn't have the patience that you do. Everyone's not able to be empathetic like you are or vulnerable like you are. Hard lessons I've had to learn. It's still kind of sad and shocking that a lot of people don't even really value communication like that. Like it's important to be able to talk and get the things that you want. But when it comes to processing things, working through problems, problems, problem solving, you know, learning how to you know, adapt and evolve when it comes to the life lessons and the things that we learn, that's a whole another type of subject. Coming back to the appreciation piece, I remember being a kid and, you know, I felt so much shame about being gay and being different. It was never said out loud, but I knew I was different. You know what I mean? And I remember feeling so much shame for a long time for being different that I decided I was going to be a super obedient kid and that if I couldn't make my parents happy or proud of me for being different, I could make them proud of me for being obedient and for doing everything that they say do. But I had to learn that in doing that, that opened up the door for me to be a doormat. That opened up the door for me to be walked all over. That opened up the door for people to make me a, to grow me into being a people pleaser. And this isn't about, you know, blame, but... You know, I thought I was creating or contributing to the relationship in a way that would make them appreciate me. But over the years, with all the different things that I've done to try to make them be proud of me, they've never really acknowledged that. And they don't have to, but it showed me that you can have one idea. You can have an idea of what people will appreciate you for or, you know, vice versa. But people have another. 
You know, you would think that if you're giving all these magnanimous contributions that people will appreciate that, people will respect your giving or your loving them a certain way, but they don't. It's, it's not guaranteed that they will, and you have to be okay behind that. And that can apply to any facet of your life. You can be at a job and you can be at this job 10 years and never took a day off, you know, never got in trouble, you know, always did overtime, stayed over, very decorated worker. But the moment it comes, you know, whether there's an emergency or some situation where you have to fall out of alignment with how they see you or what they want you to do, then you get to see how they really feel about you and what they really think about you. You know, I've been in situations like that where I've been where I remember being in high school and my grandmother died and I was at the I worked at this steakhouse and I'm not gonna say the name, but I worked at this steakhouse for three years. And, you know, I never took a day off. I always worked extra hours the whole shebang. And, you know, the moment she passed, I needed the day off just so I could go to her funeral and they wouldn't give me the day off. I even tried to negotiate being off for half a day. Wouldn't let do that. I even negotiated being off for a few hours and I would come in after that. And they wouldn't do that. And it just really put me in a spot of seeing you can give your all to people and people will stare you straight in your eye and wonder, where's the rest? Do you have more? That's not good enough. We can do with more. And, you know, I quit that job, but it taught me a lot about loving people on my terms. You know, you have to love people on your terms. You have to love people in a way that doesn't make you feel disrespected. You know, love is a risk and you definitely take a risk in loving other people, but you have to make sure that you are going to be okay. You have to make sure that you appreciate you at the end of the day. S. McNutt said, I wish I could make everyone understand how important this statement is. Go where you are wanted. I don't know about y'all, but it took me such a long time to really appreciate the weight of that statement because a lot of time when it comes to going where you want it, that means you may have to leave other people behind, that you may have to burn bridges, you may have to cut ties, you may have to hurt feelings, you may have to be bold, and you're definitely going to have to piss people off. And, you know, I've definitely went through the latter a great deal when it comes to removing and moving in circles that are more productive, circles that are more uplifting, or just standing by myself. A very important aspect to learn when it comes to love and being in a relationship with other people is learning that it is more important to be happy than it is to be right. You know, I had to learn about myself being someone that was such a major arguer, you know, very argumentative, you know, very passionate, very aggressive, very assertive, that it was important to explore sides of me that were more poised, sides of me that were more stable, sides of me that were more laid back, you know, not necessarily lackadaisical or passive, but sides of me that can be more in control as opposed to flying off the handle. I can maintain assertiveness, but I don't have to be aggressive or abrasive. 
I had to be honest with myself and learn that with a lot of the approaches I had to speaking to people and wanting to be heard, I had to be frank in my own self and wanting and knowing that if someone spoke to me that way, it wouldn't work for me as well. And I wouldn't be able to hear people over the amount of aggression and, and abrasiveness that is coming through the tone. And because of that, you have to make some changes. And one of those changes was to focus on being happy as opposed to being right. So much of my existence was built on, I'm going to be right. I'm going to prove you wrong and I'm going to get justice and, you know, we're going to get, I'm going to get payback or revenge and we're going to straighten this out and karma and that whole thing. And you can chew up so many years of your life moving, thinking and feeling that way. You have to get to a place of understanding and choosing peace for yourself no matter what. I had to learn that when it comes to talking to people, you have to figure out what their intentions are for the conversation. Because a lot of people are looking for someone to project their insecurities or their anger out on. A lot of people are just looking for a fight, looking for a battle. You know, very few people are actually looking to learn from you and understand. And you have to get in a place of understanding, get into a place of understanding what the person's intentions are. What are they after in this conversation? Because most of us, we lunge into conversations and lip, lip battles and talk all this, you know, arguments and stuff and nothing get accomplished. And we can chew up so much energy and time talking, talking crap, you know, getting ready to fight, argue and all this other stuff. And it's because we didn't have similar values and what we wanted to attain in the situation. If we did, they were combustible together. You know, maybe we both wanted to prove each other wrong. We both were looking for a fight. And because we both were looking for a fight, inevitably we found one. I learned that if you ever really want to understand love, you have to do it from a place of neutrality. In my personal opinion, accuracy is the enemy of accountability. Accuracy is always a separate battle from the truth or from that lesson. It pretty much corrupts the power of wisdom and curiosity because there's so much pressure for someone to be right. There's so much pressure for the facts to add up as opposed to going into a situation genuinely wanting to understand some clouded crucial detail that overshadows how this person thinks or what they feel about themselves and what they intend to get out of this conversation one of the things about me is that i've always taken a genuine keen interest in other people and when it comes to conversation when i allow myself to take arguing off the table and to allow myself to be educated in every conversation situation no matter what i grew so much faster from those conversations i learned so much faster even from situations that got heated or argumentative you know you have to recognize when people are looking for a fight, when people are looking to project, when you know you've done nothing wrong, but this person is upset with you or angry or whatever, or when this person has a strong conviction about misunderstanding you or not seeing you accurately or, you know, some distorted perception of you, whatever it may be, and not allowing that distorted perception to impact you or to hijack you emotionally and to stay on the path. Knowing that you have the power to surrender and just say, you know what? This isn't important enough. This isn't worth arguing. This is important. This isn't worth disagreeing. And maybe they'll try to keep you roped in by saying, we're not arguing, but you know the truth. 
We live in a world now where everyone has so much to prove and no one, no one rarely walks away. No one rarely walks away. And it's been in my 30s and even late 20s where I've learned that in order to truly be happy and to prolong peace, you have to be willing to walk away. You have to be willing to allow people to think what they want to think and feel how they want to feel. You have to be willing to not want to change their mind. You have to be willing to not explain yourself. You have to be willing to stand alone and you have to be willing to own what comes out of your mouth and own the decisions that you make. Understand that most people think they are so much better at deceiving you than they actually are. But one thing I've learned is that energy doesn't lie. Your voice, the tone of your voice, it doesn't lie. Body language doesn't lie. And no matter what you want to portray or what you want to give, your body will always betray you because your body, your soul knows the truth, even when you don't want to wear a mask. So... Yeah, in order to have peace of mind, you have to give up being right. Louis Lamour said, I am somebody. I am somebody. I am me. I like being me, and I need nobody to make me somebody. I love that quote because it makes me think of one of my favorite songs, and it was covered by the Supremes. I'm not sure if you guys know it, but it's called You're Nobody Till Somebody Loves You. And it is just such a beautiful rendition of the song. But what I feel is... You're nobody until you love you. That's right. You are nobody until you love you. You ever notice how we can love other people, love on other people, love on other people for extended periods of time and something goes wrong and we're left to being back back by ourselves in whatever capacity, whether it's romantic friendship or whatever like that. And we're back by ourselves and... We feel like something's missing. We feel like we did something wrong. And all of those issues where you see loving other people isn't enough. You know, it's okay in the moment, most, but most times it's really never enough. And I feel like it's because we didn't love ourselves first. When you go into a situation loving yourself first, caring for you, valuing you, preserving you, adoring you, and not from an arrogant or ego place, but really adoring you, you will start to make the difference. See the difference, excuse me. You know, I saw a clip with Medea, Tyler Perry's Medea, and, you know, she was talking about how when you used to learn how to start loving yourself, it will become easier to make decisions about what needs to happen for you to be happy, who needs to be gone to maintain your peace of mind, and that whole thing. You pretty much get into a place where it's like, it's me or you. It's me or you. 
When it comes to love and loving yourself in this lifetime, understand that everyone is in it for them. Y'all, when I tell you this, will probably seem like something that is so obvious, but it took me a long time to learn it. But that's because my intention was for people to think I was a good person. And in order for people to think I was a good person, I do everything I, everything I can to make them happy, the people pleaser. You know, I did everything I could to make them happy. And they felt like, you know, as a result, they felt like I'm very deserving for him to give everything and to overextend himself. This is an indication of how special, how cool I am. And why would I want that to stop? So if you're going to treat me well, continue to treat me well because I'm deserving. You know, there wasn't that room of appreciating what you do. I am me and I'm deserving of those things. And... It really just put me in a place where I had to see what I was doing wrong. And like I was saying earlier, you got to get to that place where you learn how to stop loving. A lot of the power in life comes when you realize you're in a less than ideal situation and you need to pull back the love and pull out. I read a quote somewhere, I can't remember who it was by, but it said something to the extent of, you only feel lonely when you're left in bad company. And that thing blew up my world. You're, you only feel lonely when you're left in bad company. So pretty much anytime you're by yourself and you're uncomfortable, you know, you feel weird. You feel weird about being in the house by yourself. You just feel weird about being in the presence of your own company. It's because on the inside, you feel like your own company isn't quality company. You That you're not good enough to be by yourself and to make it by yourself. And I've went through a long journey in learning that I am good enough and that I am enough. You know, I'm very grateful that I had the experience of living on my own for a very long time. I feel like in my family, everyone pretty much went into a living situation where they cohabitated with their significant others and, you know, went on to get married and different things like that. And I learned the value of having my own space. You know, I grew up sharing my space with so many people, so many kids. And it's important to be able to appreciate your own space. It's important to be able to learn how to love yourself and learn what loving yourself looks like. Learn to understand that loving yourself isn't something you're going to get right and then you don't have to put any more effort into it. It's something that you're going to have to do for the rest of your life because over the course of this life, if you're lucky, if you allow it, you will probably become 10,000 different people, maybe even 50,000 if you allow yourself to be a risk taker and allow yourself to change and grow. But you will adapt and evolve constantly. My goal is to adapt and evolve daily. I want to be somebody new every day. My partner tells me, it's funny how last week you didn't like this cologne, but now you like this cologne. Last week you didn't like this this dish, but now you like this dish. Last week you didn't like this movie. Now you like black and white movies, black and white movies or whatever. And it's just, well, I was a different person, man. And just, you know, he gets to see that acceleration of change and, you know, those dynamics when it comes to loving you. Understand that that is your first, second, and third job. Understand that it is a big, those are big shoes to fill. And the mistake most of us make is that we're taught that other people are to make us happy. We look to our husbands, our wives, our children to make us happy. We look to them to live lives that make us feel proud and lives that honor us. And that's wrong. I had to learn that with myself and, you know, I rebelled against it so much because 
my life is my life and I can be in no position where this this pressure on my decisions to make anyone happy. You're not my life. You're not me when you don't walk in my shoes and vice versa. Your life has to account for you and your life has to speak to the things you've done. But mine can't do that. When it comes to the love that you give yourself, that has nothing to do with anyone else. It's the most sacred relationship you have outside of that higher power. And you need to give that thing all that you have. You need to give it all that you got. You have to be willing to get it wrong. You have to be willing to try new things. But more than anything, know that no one will make you happy the way you do. What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to the air segment where we challenge you to take action. We challenge you to get involved. We challenge you to take notes. We challenge you to be resourceful. We challenge you to be resilient. We challenge you to analyze your mistakes and use them to propel you forward. We challenge you to improve your results. Yes. So without further ado, let's jump right in. The first letter is E. Enlighten. Allow yourself to be enlightened by the idea that people will not know that you appreciate them all the time. No more than you would know that they appreciate you. It just doesn't happen that way. You have to understand that as people, we all have a unique chemistry of beliefs, thoughts, feelings, emotions, background, experiences, and different things that allows us all to Navigate this reality, navigate this world, this experience uniquely in a way that's personal to only us. I personally feel like when it comes to communicating and being in a relationship, rarely are we ever really on the same page. And it's not because we're not able to understand each other, but it's because we're all put here to understand reality a little bit differently from the next. But we're here to collaborate and combine our ideas and combine the ways that we see reality because we're stronger and we're better together than we are apart. The next letters are restore. Restore your peace of mind by knowing that being Happy is far more important than being right. It has taken me a long time to understand that, but being right is personally, I feel a whole nother battle. It's a whole nother conversation and it brings about a whole nother set of issues. And when you put the focus of being right at the top of the conversation, then you're not going to learn learn anything and no one's going to be accountable and no one's going to take anything away from the conversation because the conversation has been used as a weapon to insult someone, to make someone less than, to, you know, create feelings of inadequacy one way or another because everything is based on accuracy as opposed to letting it be neutral or faultless. The next letter is A. Advance your place in life by understanding that another person cannot make you happy. When you let that in and you really believe that for yourself, you will definitely be a lot more 
proactive and taking the initiative to do what needs to be done to make you happy. Whatever clothes you need to wear, whatever, wherever you need to go, wherever you need to live, whatever money or career you need to choose, do that. Life is too short. Understand that no one else is put here to make you happy. You may spend time together and they may funnel some love and enjoyment and happiness your way, but it's not your, it's don't feel entitled to whatever they share, whatever they're willing to give. That's not yours to lease. That's not yours to be entitled to. Be grateful for whatever it is that they have to offer, whatever it is that they have to share. But know that making you happy, keeping you happy, that is your job. And understand that applies to everyone. That applies to your children. That applies to your family. That applies to your husband, your wife. That applies to your parents. So when you're out here living lives, trying to make them proud, trying to make them happy, it's not your job to make them proud. It's not your job to make them happy. As an adult, you're an extension of the person you want to be. You're an extension of you. You belong to you. And all the decisions that you make, if, it, if the math adds up, and they happen to be proud of you or, you know, enjoy where your life is going or who you're becoming, cool. But it is not your job to make anyone proud of you. It's not your job to make anyone happy. That's coming from a place of scarcity and lack. That's coming from a people-pleasing place. And you need to be in this only to please yourself and to to please something that is higher and bigger than you. What comes out of your cup is for them. What's in your cup for you. So don't prioritize Don't prioritize what's coming out of your cup. Well, what you're putting into your cup to be for other people because it's not. And if you do that, you'll continue to be bone dry. Your cup will continue to be empty. You will have ungratefulness in your heart. And you just won't be happy about the life that you lead or the day-to-day process. So there you have it. Enlightened restore and advance the next episode we will be talking about the younger me chronicles in that episode we will talk about the inner kid in all of us and how that inner kid is vital and it is the direct link between us being having that greater sense of self and feeling peace of mind and all around fulfillment so you don't want to miss that If you haven't had a chance yet, head over to Apple Podcasts and please leave a comment and a rating and let us know what you think about these episodes. It is much appreciated. If you feel led to donate anything to the podcast, thank you so much in advance. I've been appreciating the other donations and all the other contributions online. Thank you. Lastly, I want to thank you all for supporting the Medicine Cabinet where we get experimental about exploring your potential. You are strong. You are enough. You are wise and you are tough. Thank you and good night. Thank you.